welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile. And mine being the hopeless romantic. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And today we're going to be taking a look at a film which came out just the other day. Years (laughs) ago. We are very much behind, as you guys know. Uh, It has been a very hectic uh, Christmas holiday season for us. Um, One of the big things is I've been really cranking on a, a film that I've been working on. So pretty soon other people will get to comment on my lighting, which will be super fun. Yes. Um, and just holidays in general, um, you know, can be pretty hectic, as you all know. So thank you so much for sticking in there with us. You know, I got my my written reviews out there as quickly as I could um, in the meantime. So this was a poll winner. Uh, we asked what movie you wanted. We actually did two polls. We're, we're getting to those also. But this was the first one. And that was for the Santa sentiment mm-hmm. which i was very upset about i was i was not looking forward to this one um and i don't know but the poll won so i went with it you weren't looking forward i was to this not one? looking forward to this one no uh, i'm not a huge fan of hunter king um she's not my favorite you know so i was not i was not looking forward to it and i think i'm in a minority on that one i think a lot of people like her which you know all the power to you people can like different people <laughs> well should we get to what everyone has been waiting for? I hope so. I hope so. So, Stephanie. Yes. Hamilton. What did you think of this one? Is this one that you would like to watch again? Mayhaps under one of the millions of blankets that we got for Christmas? <laughs> or is this one that maybe you're not so interested in? Maybe you have it on in the background while you are taking like a half nap with Penny, our puppy. Or do you not want to see this one ever again in your life? Um, we did get a million blankets it's awesome. for Christmas. So many blankets. I'm so um, happy. So I'm going to be cuddled up right under there mm-hmm. next year when I watch it again because, nice. you know, the Christmas movies are done. But we... Not until July. We can watch this one in July. Oh, true. They might, yeah, they might bring it yeah, back. There you go. Um, I would absolutely watch this one again. We heard everyone's uproar about this movie i was a little worried it was going to be overhyped yeah but i have to say the hype was real the hype was justified um so the poll was correct in your eyes yes and i i adored it i just i thought it was fantastic it was funny it was different it was unique uh, Mm -hmm. to hallmark and casting was fantastic just all around a really fun movie okay so what about you? Uh, I would watch this one again as well. And that's because this one ended up being more of like a friend group kind of film, which I was pleasantly surprised about. And uh, someone who I've been petitioning to be a lead for years and years now, Amy Groening was in this, and she is just a delight as always. And she had a cape. She had a Santa cape. Uh, <laughs> so I would 1,000% watch this again. And also, you know, we'll talk about the technical too, but... Um, it was just fun. It was just a fun, like you said, different uh, movie. Just a really, just a really nice little fin, fin, fin group, friend group kind of film. So you would watch it again for Amy Groening and her cape. Yes, her Christmas cape and her Christmas Santa cape, hundred percent. Yeah, but also like the the friend group. I like it when you have these where it's not just about one couple, and those are hard to pull off because you need to make sure all the other couples are interesting, and they did that. They did that in spades. 
They really did. Um, so I will give a quick plot line. Um, plot line? Yes, plot line. Let's go with that. I like that. Plot, plot line. summary. No, no, no. Plot line. This is the plot line. I literally have that in my notes. Plot line. <laughs> I don't know. What is it's the a, plot line? It's a new season. <laughs> Here we go. Best friends, mm -hmm. Jordan, Ava, and Stella. Great mm -hmm. names, yeah, too. Really good decide names. to have a night of fun and join the Santa Summit, a bar crawl. Never thought we'd see that in a Hallmark movie. That's true. That's a good. That's a really good point, yeah. Although they didn't call it a bar crawl. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a bar crawl. They kept mentioning cider, but <laughs> where everyone dresses as Santa. Jordan meets Liam, sharing a special moment, but forgets to exchange names and numbers and gets lost in the crowd of Santas. The night turns into a hunt for the mystery man, bringing friends closer together, finding love, and finding themselves. Nice. Nice. I like that. That was good. That was a good Thank way you. to get back into it. Thank you. Yeah, one of the things, you know, just real quick, I forgot to mention earlier is, you know, the writing is just so clever in this one. There's a lot of, like, funny quips and lines. And this is one of those films where when you have a really good script and the actors just really get into it. You know, it seemed like we say this all the time uh, when it happens, but we, I, I really do feel like the actors and everyone involved was just having fun with this one. And that came through for me anyway. Yes, I would agree. The writing was fantastic. Um, and it was written by Russell Hainline, mm. who also wrote In Merry Measure last year, which was another really fun sort of quirky yeah. movie. But this is just his second Hallmark movie. So... You know, welcome to the Hallmark family, Russell. We're so happy to have you. Uh, keep writing more movies like this. Yeah, I mean, there's a great line where uh, they say, I'm on the wrong side of 30. I'm trying to preserve steam. And I felt that in my bones. You know, <laughs> If you try to get me out, that's what I'm going to start saying, because I, I felt that. Yeah, I really did love this friend group. Um, and uh, so let's get into the friend group. We have Hunter King. Mm -hmm who plays Jordan. And I would say this is my favorite movie of hers. I yeah. thought she did a fantastic job. Um, she wasn't like the over. And I think maybe what you were saying is you're not a big fan. She does kind of seem a little over perky, like mm -hmm. overly perky in some of the, the movies she's been Inauthentic, in. some might say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed her in this one. Um, and then we have the always amazing Amy Groening, as mentioned before, who plays Ava. Um, and she and her cape were just d delightful. Mm -hmm. And then we have Stephanie Sai, great name, I have to say, <laughs> uh, fantastic name, uh, who plays Stella. And I, dare I say, she was probably my favorite character. She, she was awesome. Yeah. She, was she was amazing. Awesome. Um, and her storyline, too, was just a lot of fun. Yeah, they really dived into her storyline. I didn't know fully where it was going to go, but I love to see her her arc. I think her journey was my favorite one throughout yeah. the movie. And so funny. Like, I, I just, I loved the character. I loved them all together, too, of, like, how they played off of each other and their back and forth. Um, and, yeah, they just... Yeah, it was just really, really fun and and fresh. It's like just felt like Ooh, a fresh. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it was a, it was a fresh film. Um, and so then we have our mystery man, uh, Liam, who is played by Benjamin Hollingsworth, and I've you know he's been in a few Hallmark movies right now that may have not 
may or may not have been my favorite, but I do enjoy him in Virgin River. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I liked him in this movie. I thought, you know, I didn't know how it was going to get played, like that, how much of a big like part he was going to have mm-hmm. um, since they were focusing on the girl friendship. But um, I like that we had the back and forth between the girls and then him and his brother. Yeah, no, I mean, even that relationship of the the two brothers, I, I thought was great to watch. And um, yeah, it, like I said before, it is difficult when you have this many actors together and making sure everyone gets the right amount of time on screen and the stories come through and, and it just worked. I think there was a little bit of, you know, suspension of disbelief, um, which I was fine with doing. You know, why didn't he just go to the mic and scream her name? You know, stuff like that. But overall, I, uh, yeah, I was very happy with it. Yeah, I feel like every, you know, because it could have gone, you know, south if we didn't care for his character or his brother. You That's know, true, like yeah. Those things where they try to tell too many stories sometimes and you there's one or two. And I feel like we had that in a few of the movies this year where they did sort of like buddy movies or like group uh, ensembles. Group ensembles. There it is. <laughs> but... And not all the stories worked for me, but I really thought they, you know, they hit a home run with, with everyone in this movie. Yeah, no, they, they really did. You know, one of the people that we didn't really mention yet that, that I think we do need to mention is another one of our favorites. Yes, um, he did not have as big of a part in this film as I would have liked, but I had I'd heard there were rumors that he made an appearance. But really, he was a keystone piece in the film, his he, character. He was. I almost feel like he was like magical. But, I, I think so. I um, think so. He, he played Dasher, and that is the always wonderful Eric Atavle. And he taught me how to pronounce his name. So so I hope you're pronouncing it right. <laughs> I, I still pronounce it. After he taught you how to do it. Um, if you pronounce it wrong, then oh He's goodness. been one of our favorites. I talk about him all the time in the podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm all, I, I need to once and for all figure out how to say his name correctly. So I hope I did it. I hope I did it justice. Please Eric. let us know. Um, but I'm always just so giddy when i see his face pop up in movies like he was the the holiday hotline um role that he did this year was just another great movie too well i felt a little differently but i i would watch it again just (laughs) for eric's performance i mean even the speech i mean he gives this great speech about how the world goes into slow motion when he know like just i love that just the way he, he handled that and um the line a non response is a form of a response i love that too just yeah, it's a little. It was like a little little Christmas uh, treat for all of us. Yes, um, and I would be remiss if I did not mention another supporting cast member who, really, when I say that Stella was my favorite in this movie, her, her other half, the in, Christmas tree in this movie, was another star for me in this film, and we have seen him before. And I absolutely loved him in Snow Kissed. And I hadn't seen him again in a minute, but uh, that is Rodrigo Balfas. Yeah, he was cool. Played he was cool. Freddie. What a great character. Yeah, he is. He is a great character. Uh, he was. He's up there for one of my favorites. I say like all of them are my yeah, favorites. Really. <laughs> I mean, everyone just played their role exceedingly well, and it all came together for a very fun, fresh uh movie so let's get into the the thick of it 
the be- thick the beards and the capes and the the thick beards the we're about to we're about to traverse through some thick beards. Let's talk about Amy groaning in glasses. <laughs> <laughs> we we have, you know, talked about we need more women in glasses in these movies and Amy groaning never fails to to bring the glasses um yeah it's such an odd thing to not see uh characters in glasses a lot yeah curly hair and glasses we need more of it and like legit curly hair not like with a curling brush but like Like stephanie curling hair like naturally you know like bethany joy lynn's curly hair but we have you know we always talk about the meat cute so we have a few well, let's, let's talk about the main one. The one that yeah. the, the, it all centers around. The big, the big meat cute. Yeah. We have two strangers who stumble upon each other yep. over a wallet. And at first I was like, it, to me it was like a weird detail that they start talking about her wallet. But then as you see as the movie goes on, that's like the big thing. It's like that's the only thing he can connect her to right. to find her. Um, and then, and then we all know what that turns into. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knew that the wallet, the embroidery, embroidered wallet would be the, such a huge part of this movie. I love this meet cute. I love that they dive in deep right away real quick because, you know, in my mind, I'm like, okay, they're not, they're going to, this is the moment that they're going to have. And in my mind, I'm like, they're not going to see each other for the rest of the movie. I know. Movie. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy to think about that? Like, how how difficult that must be. Like, the, you have to nail this. I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. You have to nail it. We, the audience needs to believe that you would traverse all over the town for this person. Yeah. And you have to do that within like five minutes. Yeah. And I and I feel like they did. They did it. They nailed it. Yeah. Absolutely nailed it. They they were very cute. I love that, you know, they kept their beards on. And it just was, it was just natural. Like, they just fell into sync with each other and just started opening up. And, you know, that's how you want it to be. I mean, those are the best of just, like, being able to just, natural. like, yeah. yeah, feel so comfortable with someone right away that you just start telling them all of your hopes and dreams and all of these things. So, of course... You know, this was the moment. They have this special connection. They don't really get to see each other except the eyes. And and then there's the wallet. So that's all he knows. And of course, you know, like you talk about the suspension of, de- of suspension of disbelief is like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, though, that they would get lost. I feel like I feel like they could have probably found each other like right away, like right then and there, but just holler. Yeah. Just be like, Hey, you know, but then we wouldn't have a movie. And so that's what I'm talking about. I'm okay with doing that. Exactly. When it's for the good of the film and, and it's for the good of the film here. So it just, it works for me. Absolutely. And this Um, is me cynical telling you that it works for me. So that's, (laughs) that's a big deal. That is a big deal, but I love all of these connections. The, so for a moment, so we have Ava, um, who, you know, she's like, you know, they're playing her up to be like this kind of like nerdy teacher and, you know, she goes LARPing mm-hmm. and she's into this other teacher. And I think it's really cute. Like she knows what he eats for lunch every day. Well, and- doesn't he know too? They're, they're both like, they're both into each other. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh man, just let's, it's been like five years. Just make something happen. But guys. I Come kept on. worrying like he was going to turn out to not be like who she thought he was or he was going to end up not liking her. 
And I thought maybe she was going to end up like with like Dasher or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, <laughs> man. Come on. Um, where's that movie? Let's where's that, that movie? movie but, um, but yeah, their storyline was super cute. And then we have Stella who, you know, meets Freddie. And I love how their meet cute, though, probably my favorite. Again, yeah. these two were my favorite where they're talking about the Grinch and they're both, you know, well, she's very cynical and she's just like not having it. Um, and he is just the best. Like what a ray of sunshine. Like I want to be best friends with Freddie. Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, let's talk a little bit about some technical love, uh, if we may. And I'm, I'm happy to report that the movie looked really good. It looked really good. A lot of it was outside. Um, and so we had a lot of natural light and the coloring looked really nice too. It looked natural. There was nothing overly, you know, yellow or gross blues. Like everything just felt good to me. Um, and so I'm happy to report that this one was very enjoyable for me to look at. I didn't, I didn't cringe or get sick at anything. Oh, well that is very good to know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think there was anything like overly like, art there, this wasn't like an artsy film that was like oh you know we didn't have any like crazy amazing bokeh or anything but no but it also they didn't you need know, it yeah well and also they didn't you know kind of overlight it either because usually in these fun friend group comedies uh they will overlight everything to make it feel like a comedy to make it feel like fun and they didn't do that and so i really applaud that because it, it everything felt natural to me like the bars they go to the places they go to they weren't overlit they felt like real places and i think that added a lot to the film for me uh as a viewer because i felt like i was there I, it felt like a genuine place that i would go to yeah and one thing I really loved about this movie, it felt like a movie that you might see like in a theater. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because in my notes I said it felt like like a teen comedy like a, from like the 90s or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. It, almost like a little bit of a throwback. I'm so glad you brought that up because this did it did have that sort of um, that sort of feel to it, which it wasn't very uh, hallmark in that sense. Almost like an evolution of where we're going, I think. Yeah, and I liked it because it still kept all like, you know, the normal Hallmark values and things that they've, you know, brought up with the the channel. But we had, it felt more like modern, like more, you know, it to me it spoke to a younger audience, obviously. They mm-hmm. were, you know, younger um, I guess you'd other, say they were in Other their, side of thirty. Other, other side of <laughs> young thirties. You know, they're going to like bars they're you know friend group they're trying you know trying to find themselves like they're in this area and i loved that they spoke to that that it wasn't just about like oh i'm gonna you know need to move to this small town and you know build a development and you and know all these all these just- business meetings and yeah, <laughs> yeah. There wasn't yeah. it was just completely different from anything we've seen really and for hallmark um and yeah i think that's why so many people were drawn to this movie and loved it because it just felt, it just felt like something, you know, we hadn't seen before. So, and obviously too, it's, it's word of mouth because we were told to watch this movie and I think I probably would have skipped over it if it wasn't for the poll and everything. So word of mouth plays a really big part in these films. Yes. And you just never know, like some of these that just really pop up and become, you know, Mm -hmm. your favorites. Um, one of the things I had a real big problem though is, you know, we talked about Dasher, uh, and they don't pay him ever. And it, it breaks my heart. He is out there. It's cold. It's literally cold. And I love these movies when it's actually cold and you see their breath and it feels like winter. Please shoot more movies in the winter because it just, it works. And so he's cold, driving around on these drunk people. He's not getting paid. 
please pay him, tip him, none of that ever. It, it broke my heart. I was really hope. I thought we were gonna get a scene at the end where like you know they like oh you know just give him like a whole chunk of money because they forgot, but we no. never got that. So and he never asked for it. You know Dasher just just doing his job, doing the Lord's work, and just not getting <laughs> getting paid for it. Uh, what but I, I want to know like his story. Like he had so much depth to him. He's magic. Like, he I mean, was a magic. man of you know poetry and just like he you know there was a story there. Yeah. He's he's been through it. One of my favorite scenes, and there's a couple of them, but I, I loved it when Stella did her song. Mm. I mean that that scene was that was so much fun. I mean that might be the greatest jingle bells ever. Like it just it was great. Well, we thought the greatest jingle bells was in Boatmore Christmas. That was more of like a romantic, yeah, that you know, was, sweet. That was a different kind. This, I mean, wow, she. You know, I knew she was going to be like an amazing singer because they kept saying, oh, she can really sing. She can really sing. But the way it just kept going and progressing. And then, you know, and then she she like runs into Freddie's arms. after. Oh, it was so just, good. Uh, and she was scatting. You know, I love this. <laughs> it's so good. I scat all the time. Um, But yeah, that was adorable. One of my favorite things. And you actually had a friend recently said they went to one. I Maybe I'm just too old, but I had never heard of a silent disco. They keep coming up in these Hallmark movies. There was one in the uh, the vacation one where she goes to the underwater aquarium hotel and they go to a silent disco in there. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. A buddy of mine just went to a silent disco and he sent me a clip. They're playing music. They have headphones, but they're still playing music outside of the headphones. I'm like, that's, that's not a silent disco. I don't know what you went to, but it needs to be silent. It needs to be awkward and silent. Yeah, I, I, a part of me would want to go to one because it, it seems interesting. But at the same time, I feel like I, I would be too paranoid to like not like if I'm just listening to the music around me, like to not know like what's going on around me. Like if I'm just like lost in the headphones and there's a whole bunch of strangers around me, I don't know that that would that would be good for me. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what wouldn't be good for me is putting on some strange headphones. You know, <laughs> I don't know how many people had worn these headphones. I don't know. It, it would just, it would creep me out. That would gross me out. I would need to bring my own headphones. Um, maybe just not have people around. You know what? I'm just going to do it at home. I'm going to go into my room, put on some headphones and just dance. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna have my own silent disco. We're going to have our own silent disco here at our, at our house. Yep. Um, but I loved it for them. And I loved it for Jordan, which this is like her shining moment. moment This is her sweatpants moment. Yeah. After she has her talk with Dasher, who just has all of the the wisdom, she just knows like, you know what? If I find him, I find him. If I don't, I don't. I'm here with my friends. We're out. We're young. Like, this is what I should be focusing on. Just like having a good time with my friends, you know. And that's what we're yelling at her the entire movie. Like, you're missing the, the point of this. And and when that, that scene happens, too, and the only thing I was thinking of in that scene is they should have put up the money for Dancing on My Own. That's the song that needed to be playing <laughs> in that scene. Just pay the money. It would make the scene so much better. That's what was going through my head. What about you? Well, that song's kind of sad. So they they needed to have, like, a positive because this was a positive experience for her. I do love that song. Um and I probably don't think they could have. But this they played a share song. This song is pretty, pretty... <laughs> I had never heard this song before, but I will tell you what. I was blaring it on my, you know, Google. You were. You were, because you've been singing it. Yeah, you yeah, have been. Um, it's a good song. I mean, it makes me want to <laughs> dance, so I totally get it. Jordan, having this moment, I felt so 
just, I, I wanted to be her in that moment. You know, she was just so free and so, uh, carefree. And I just felt like, like the actress Hunter King really just did a fantastic job with that scene. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, this is her best film for me. I, I think she's starting to find what works for her in these Hallmark roles. And so I'm actually looking forward to her next one. I'm, I'm a fan now. The only thing, and I, well, there's, I keep saying the only thing, uh, one of the things, <laughs> Uh, that I wish they would have dove into is who was the Christmas tree? Because we don't find out who the Christmas tree is. I was hoping, you know, special cameo. I've heard rumors it was Tyler Hines, you know, probably Tyler Hines under the Christmas tree. That's what I'm thinking. What rumors? Where I'm, I'm the, starting a rumor saying that Tyler Hines was the Christmas tree in this movie. The Hallmark, the Hallmark, um, the Hallmark Underground. Yeah, you know, I go to some speakeasies, some Hallmark speakeasies, <laughs> and the rumor circulating is that Tyler Hines was the Christmas tree in this movie. Well, we did have a cameo, and it was Niall Matter. He was not the Christmas tree, but he was the DJ, um, which was pretty great. And he, I have he, he to, brought it. And I have to say, you know, have you mentioned you're not Hunter King's biggest fan? I, you know, people that have listened, I'm not the biggest fan of Niall Matter. Um, has he won you over yet? Uh, in this role. I would say <laughs> this has been my favorite role of his. Um, I love it when I say ginger, you say bread. <laughs> it was just really, it was funny. And I was not expecting to see him at all. Um, but man, he was like full of life. And that's what I always say. I want a little bit more personality in these roles that they give him. Um, and this was definitely, yeah, that's a good point. This was, this was up there with the personality. So I would have to say this is my favorite role of his. But yeah, I mean, everything, you know, works out for everyone. Yeah. So Everybody's as, happy. Yeah. So as far as romance, you know, I haven't talked too much about it cause it's not, it's, it's not, not a romance, a romance movie. heavy yeah. movie. Well, I mean, it is a romance movie. She's literally trying to find this mystery man, but she's not, you know what I mean? It's very like serendipity. Of like they meet at the beginning and then they don't see each other until Gosh, the you're end. Right, aren't you? Um, oh, you know, so and wild. that they keep missing each other. So it kind of gave me that feel. Oh, you're absolutely right. Oh, you're absolutely right. They don't see each other in serendipity. Yeah, oh. which usually I don't like movies like that where we they're not together for the there's movie. There's no chemi- with the chemistry. Exactly. Yeah. But there are certain movies like Serendipity where it works, and like you know, Sleepless in Seattle where that that chemistry is so evident it's like you it's it's like the build-up and then you have to make the movie good enough that you're okay with them not seeing each other till the end because you know otherwise it's not going to be a good movie and i Mm -hmm. thought they did a great job with this with with the supporting cast and everything um so we did have happily ever afters with ava and her her teacher their scene was super super cute yeah he's not good enough for her though <laughs> she can do you better. were my biggest slice <laughs> she said um the whole lord of the rings quotes yep. um i didn't realize people were still into lord of the rings Is oh it's that a- bigger than ever <laughs> um and they do have a kiss and i rated it sparks nice this was a this was a good kiss for these two I kept thinking he was he was not going to be right for her, but... I know, still don't think he's right they for were. her. Regardless of the kiss, I, I, he's just not it. And obviously Stella. I mean, we got to talk about Stella. Stella and Freddie. I mean, you know, well, I know this comes like towards the end, but I love the this this final scene. The with reveal? Her, of her... Yeah, where she realizes he's, he's the guy in the band, but that, you know, the whole thing on stage, like it just was such a feel good ending. And we don't we don't really have conflict, right? 
Like, I mean, I guess well, no, the conflict the, the, the con- is that they can't they can't find each other. Well, no, the con- the conflict is sort of her in that moment. The act eight conflict is her in that moment where she's like, "I'm not having a good time. I'm going to go," you know. And she realizes that she's the sweatpants. That's the conflict of the film is her realizing that she is her sweatpants, and then she starts dancing with it right before she dances with herself. Yeah. is where that happens. And I was fine with it because I hate stupid conflict, and it exactly. made sense for her character. Because I mean, we're screaming at her the entire time. Enjoy this night with your friends. You guys don't go out. You're you know, you're getting older like I am. Like, if I was out with my friends, I, I would take the time to enjoy them. Yeah, because I'd be like, chances are of me finding this person are very slim. You don't even know what he looks like. He could be not great under there. You know what I mean? <laughs> he might have three mouths. You don't know what's under there. Three mouths. Have you ever? You know, and I just, I'm, I'm trying to understand how you said this movie has no romance because we have one of the most romantic things a person could do for another person in this movie let's bring it back to the wallet shall we (laughs) the this is where i to me it is unbelievable i get like he builds houses and stuff but gingerbread architect gingerbread is a little different but he's apparently a gingerbread master well no i'm gonna here i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there stop me one of the things our architects learn how to do in school is they build models of their homes so they're used to working with balsa wood and other things to build these small models of their creation. So I'm 100% behind him building this gingerbread But house. do you think he had the time? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm going to say yes because he's that good. Okay. Well, then, then I've it seen, makes it even better. I've hung out with a lot of architects at art school, and I've seen them put together something in a night that is just insane. So, yes, I'm going to say he can. Okay. Well, there you go. He heard it from, from Hamilton's mouth. So, um, And he <laughs> only has one. Only one of those. <laughs> um, three. But... Man, this gingerbread house, he makes her perfect house. It was just, I could, I was like, oh my God. Cause I'm like, okay, he's going to do a big thing. What's he going to do? And then when you see the gingerbread house of, of the, her dream house on her wallet, it just, it was so touching. It was so sweet, you know, and then he has the note for her and I just, I loved it. I, I thought it was a, a really great way of tying that little piece of, you know, when they first met into just sort of was like woven, woven. Oh, you know gosh. the embroidery throughout the whole film it and came then full circle came full circle yeah um and then they meet at the tree lighting and it was it was just a really really good feel good moment i mean talking about this again i i, I wouldn't mind watching it again even now even christmas is over but it's yes it's a christmas movie obviously because they're, they're santas but it's just a fun movie i wouldn't mind watching it again yeah because there's so much going on like you feel like you have to watch it again just because you probably missed so something. many quips yeah quips. yeah and i love i love movies like that so i do have a little uh, disappointing you know disappointing susan is what we call them disappointing susan um the kiss which one? Between Jordan and <laughs> Liam. So this is a buildup. I have to just say, maybe it goes to they haven't spent that much time together. I don't know. They maybe have to work on it. But this kiss was not it. Mm. The fir- They first go in. That first, you know, lip on lip was, ugh, I hate to say it because I love this movie so much. It was a wet campfire. Oh. They go in for a second and that one was like, I guess it was more of like a kindling. It was, it got a little better, but it was just very disappointing for the whole buildup of them. And then having such a sweet moment at the end that the kiss didn't fully land for me. Mm. Did you have any thoughts about the kiss? No, 
No, I was I was just here for the laughs. That's all I was here for. <laughs> but thank God they brought it home. I'm so glad they didn't end it with that kiss because then they brought it back to the concert and then the whole everyone on the stage. It was just good feels all around. Stella and Freddie. Um, that's my couple. I want to hang out with them. <laughs> so I'm really glad that's how they ended it. And they didn't end it with that kiss. So that's my one you know, nitpick uh, note that I did not enjoy that kiss at the end. But at least we had a good one with Ava and her man. I can't remember his name, but, um, and then Stella and Freddie, did they, they kiss? They kiss on stage? I don't think they no, kissed. they don't I need think, to. Yeah, they just were like having a good time. Um, yeah. That hug that she gives them, that's the, that's the kiss. Yeah. Song. That's, mm. that's some, that's mm. some sparks right there. But uh, yeah, such a fun, fun movie. Uh, thank you guys for choosing this one for us to review. Sorry it took us, you know, so long, <laughs> so eons ago, but uh, we finally we finally did it. And we should be back on a normal schedule now um, with everything kind of winding down and my film almost being done. And yeah, so you'll hear from us a lot more, whether you want to or not. <sighs> yep. So we have, we decided to do both. Uh, you guys round and round beat out sealed with a list but just by two votes so you guys are just raving about these two movies again hopefully these live up to to just like this one did um so i'm excited to watch those and uh yeah that was the santa summit it was definitely an unexpected uh favorite of yeah, ours for it sure it really was yeah it was very unexpected for me too yes um so thank you all as always we still have our Facebook group that you can always join. And, you know, we're talking about the, the movies over there. Let us know what you think about this review. And then make sure you're following us on Instagram. We have all we did. We released our whole top 20 favorite Christmas Hallmark movies of all time. That was fun. That was we did fun have one. someone that requests, you know, us do non non-Christmas movies of all time. So maybe we'll release that sometime in the new year. But happy new year uh, to everyone. We hope your your 2024 is going uh, stu- stupendously. Sure. Sure. We'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Stupendously. And uh, yeah, we will be back when we're back. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks. Bye.